Hello footies and welcome back to the one and only daily FIFA podcast where foot in review. We bring you updates about the latest content, we talk players, review them and of course as a part of footcoaching.com. We'll give you gameplay advice like tactics and instructions. We upload our latest episode every day very late in Europe. But if you want episodes early and some awesome bonus content, consider joining our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash footinreview. And also, no advertisements on the show if you are a Patreon supporter. It's just about a minimum contribution of 3 euros. So buy us that cup of coffee and check out patreon.com slash footinreview. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped.com, but more about that later. Today is Tuesday, November 17, and we are recording Season 3, Episode 37. Today, we'll be talking about new objectives in Friendly, our Weekend League, our squads, new pitch notes that goes into networking, and we are reviewing some icons. My name is Jon, also known as Foot Coaching, and tonight there's no Ingvi. Ingvi has a bad back today, so we gave him some rest. He'll be back soon as after he rests up. I am, however, not alone today. So let's start by saying hi to Mr. Berbatov himself. It's Nishan. Hello, John. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm having a bad back. But yeah, you can't have a show without any of the hosts. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you and Envy have been carrying the show so long on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you need to look after yourselves better. Um, you know, that's where the bad back pun comes from. It's quite bad. So I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a good one. It's just a heavy lifting we do, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we can alleviate some of the pressure because uh, it's just not the duo. It's a trio, right? So we have somebody else on the call. Yes, the most board. definitely. And, and we already announced him last week on the show, though. Um, but let's say hi to Mr. Other John. Talking Foot himself, also known as The Saint. Hello, John. How are you doing? Hi, John. Very good, thanks. Hi, Nishan. How are we both? Ready for a very relaxed spot since I've just heard that you're taking over the show today. Well, I'll do my best. I'm certainly not Evie. Big steps, big shoes to fill in. <laughs> I know. Next thing you know, I should actually ask you guys to record some advertisements for me. But hey, <laughs> let's not do that today, though. <laughs> No. Uh, I was wondering though, I haven't spoke to you guys after the weekend ended and yesterday we talked extensively about our weekend league. Um my pro story actually I had very <laughs> I had a lot of reactions on it. Um but I was wondering how you guys weekend league was this weekend. Um let's start with John though. John did you get that a little um, um, I got I, wish, I got goal three, which is what it was aiming for at the start. Um, so I'm delighted that was my first weekend week. My squad was very much on tradables from SBCs and a little bit of pack luck. Um, so it wasn't a great squad. Um, and I'm really just happy I got it because at one stage I lost eight games out of nine and I thought I was going to blow it. And then it came good at the end with um, five wins on the trot to get me that goal three. So... Very, very happy overall. Right, goal three is elite six. That's all right. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Nishan, how did you go? Um, I didn't play much. Uh, I wasn't planning on uh, playing too much. Uh, even if I had, probably wouldn't have helped because uh, 
think uh, maybe it's the lockdown. Certainly, it's my ISP provider, which I'm trying to fix. So I had about 40 to 50 ping all over the weekend. So when I did sit down on Sunday, um, I was three and three in the morning. Uh, and by the time I could play again on Sunday, it was at 12. It was I only got good ping at 11.30 p.m. So I went nine and three and I stopped because it was 1 a.m. And I was like, oh, well, I have to work on a Monday. Uh, so no, nothing to write home about. Um, I was trying very new things, uh, running a, a 300K squad or, or 250K squad now, given the market crash, which we all spoke to yesterday. Uh, a lot of untradeables as well. So just trying really new things and got nine rage quits to get to nine, uh, to get to do us. Uh, sorry, got six rage quits to get to nine and three and then stopped. So that was fantastic. A good ego boost, but uh, shame. I wish I could have played at least till goal three, uh, if time permitted, because the team of the week looks predictions. I, I, I should say look amazing. So the one weekend that I don't play, uh, <laughs> seem to be to my detriment, uh, but nothing to write home about. But yeah, uh, looking forward to going again, hopefully uh, next few weeks, because I've really, really um, had a chance uh, to diversify my tactics. Excited to try them out in the next uh, few weekend leagues. Fantastic. Yeah, and if you really want to test that, you can also start in friendly, so just seen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Scottish John, do you want to go through those object- objectives for us as we discuss friendlies? I'm making air quotes for our listeners on the board. Of course, yes. I'll talk about the what the objectives are, and then you can talk a little bit about your thoughts on that. So it's road to the final knockout stage. The key thing here is we have a 12-game limit. So the first one is simply win a game, and you'll get a 75-rated player, or sorry, 75-plus rated player. Um, win two games and you'll get a two rare gold players pack. Win four games and you'll get another two rare gold players pack. And then the crunch is to win six games for a 25k players pack. And then the total reward is another 55k mega pack for completing um, all six wins. Um, just to confirm that is a 12 game limit. Which is interesting, I guess, right? Um yeah, I'll, I'll give my opinion though, because I don't think I have to. Once again, I don't have the um, most popular opinion about this one, but I like it. <laughs> and I'll also, also try to tell you why. It's called Knockout States, so there has to be some way of ending this. It's based on wins, and I think this fits the. It, you know, in FIFA 17, 18, we had the daily knockout tournaments. We yeah. had one day to win four matches in a row, and everyone liked it. And you got some rewards from it. You got a player from it. You got sometimes packs from it or coins, whatever. But it was a very die-hard mode. But it never actually counted for anything else except for the big prize at the end. This is much more lenient. You had twelve matches. Matches. You don't have to win four in a row. You just have to win fifty percent. Um. I don't think you can actually draw a match either, but I'm not quite sure, but that, that sounds weird if it could. Um, you get rewards even if you win only one. And, of course, these rewards are all untradeable. I think this is a, like a good... Sh- if I would... How do you practice weekend league stress pressure? This might actually just be a very good way to test it. There... You don't have to win them all. You have 50%. If you win 50% in Wigan League, you're at least gold, right? I mean, 
you can see it as a practice for that. The yeah, other I'm hand, with you. the other hand is I would have loved for a bit of team re- restrictions here, maybe a high rating or something, or just make it eighty-four rating total, something like that. Uh, because we know where everyone has like insane friend loan items, but I guess you got to use them themselves, else it would be a perfect mode to practice your team and tactics in weekend for weekend league. Um, and if you don't want to do it, you're not going to do this. I mean. The rewards aren't that great either, but so that's my and I, if I look at internet at the interwebs at this moment, my very probably unpopular opinion that I do like the idea, and this is also cool. Just put a player at the end of this, make it sixty percent. Um, if you're lucky, you're good enough. You get the player. If not, then nothing happens. But at least you get some of the other rewards. Hmm. I kind of like this idea actually. What about you, Nishant? Yeah, I think it's certainly popular on this podcast um, because I I'm I fully resonate with your uh, with, the, with the sentiments, right? So this is very good practice for weekend league. Um, you come up against really sweaty teams, as well as I'm two and zero right now uh, because I I played a few games before coming on and I'm running my untradeable three hundred k team uh, with. Uh, Her- Hector Herrera as my CDM uh, in a four-three-three, along with uh, Marcus Lorente, which is uh, who again is about one point eight k. It's it's really good, and I'm coming up against five mil, six mil teams because everybody seems to have gone out and bought a Champions League uh, Neymar or Champions League Mbappe because of the restriction, re- because of no restrictions being on the squad rating. So I. I think it'll be very difficult and challenging, uh, despite only being 50% win rates. That really depends also on the skill rating you have, because I think friendlies, it's, I'm not sure if it's been confirmed, but at least I feel that friendlies is skill rating based uh, matchmaking. So it's certainly very good practice. Uh, I'm also enjoying uh, trying out new tactics because it does not impact my skill rating. And this basically means that div rivals being capped at 30 I now have another incentive to basically try and get to six wins in in the twelve game limit to get an untradeable reward, albeit, but also then really practice uh, my tactics and refine them because everybody is playing this mode very seriously, um, and and that's really fantastic. And long may it continue. And I think uh, they can certainly spice it up by introducing a few more players uh, potentially down the line. Uh, as we head to other promos, uh, certainly got a lot of potential. Um, I'm really enjoying the friendlies mode. Um, I'm sure Scottish John uh, or Saint John, uh, uh, I, maybe you feel differently uh, considering it pr- perhaps it should not be in friendlies. It could perhaps be somewhere else. Uh, how about you, uh, Scottish John? What, what do you take on it? I'm a sort of in between, if I'm honest, guys. Uh, I think being uh, not as good a quality player as you two. Um, I find the the limit on the games quite challenging because I almost will not do this now because I don't think I'll get the six wins. So I'll, I'll, I'll go for it, but I'm not confident I'll get it. So I think there should be a limit, maybe not 12 games, maybe 24 games or 20 games. And I think the limit should come in in the restriction on loan players. Examples like the Mbappes and they've really got a lone icon. So I read Ronaldo yesterday who scored five goals against me. Um, somebody had, uh, I think it was uh, Eusebio and he scored four against me in the game. Came. So I would 
put some restrictions in that way rather than just simply six wins out of 12, 50% win rate. Um, because that's de-incentivising me to play it rather than incentivising me. That's just my opinion. Um, so I think there's a little bit of middle ground, but I do think there needs to be limits. Otherwise, you can literally just go, I'm losing, I'll step out of this game, I'll go again, I'm losing, I'll step out, and you can play 20, 30, 40, 50 games to get that pack or player. I think there needs to be a limit to stop that, but I think 12, for me, is a little bit too tight. Yeah, although I get what you're saying, although I do think it's important to note how matchmaking works in Friendly. It's also based on your skill rating. So, for example, you won't face it if one player is there running that go- those gold squads to just run over people. And I think yeah. the, the way they did it is they put it out on a Wednesday, uh, on a Tuesday, and make it like two days. So even if you would think about dropping yourself down in the division, it leaves you with very little time to come back up anyways, if that if you're f- going for rewards. Um, it's only two days, two and a half days, I think, something like that. Two days, so many hours, yeah. So this feels very much like a new DKT for me, uh, the Daily Knockout Tournament for me, sorry for the slang. Um, I saw people, oh, I'm going to relegate. And I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And then you get those six wins for an untradeable objectives and you got to work really hard to come back to Div 1 if you relegated to Div 4 before Thursday. So, yeah, if that's what you want to do for these couple of packs, I think you should be good enough if you're in Div 1 to win 50% of your matches anyways, else you won't be in Div 1 anyway. Not too long anyway. So, yeah, yeah I don't think that will happen for these rewards. I think this is a good distraction. A good, you can see this practice. For I, for example, I wasn't when I just saw it. I was like, mm, "That feels a bit weird." I was thinking about, it. well, there are still plenty of friendly modes available for anyone else who doesn't want to compete in this. Um, the fact is that there is some pressure on it, and people will really try hard, which makes it for me an even better mode at this point to try some tactics. I rebuilt my squad, going for do some thought about some new tactics, I'm probably better off trying it in this mode, knowing everyone will still try hard, but without being able to relegate or losing my rifle points. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see the, I can see from both sides, I just uh, maybe not being such a skilled player, I look at it more about, oh, that's not for me rather than for yourselves are a bit more skilled think, oh there's a chance for me to challenge myself and I'm still confident I'll get those six wins, and it's all about positioning. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, I don't think it's very unfriendly because the other modes are still there. Anyway, so it's the same why I don't play squad battles. Yeah. If you don't think it's for you. Yeah. Uh, if they throw no. all friendlies in this mode, right? If they do all friendlies being maximized on the end, amount of games, then I would be very against it. Uh, period of the fact that friendlies need to be having friendlies as well. But instead of calling these mo- this mode friendly, they should just start recalling it uh, unranked or something, I think. Yeah, or many. Uh, yeah, DKT is what you want to call it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just call the whole friendly mode. Call it unranked, and then in there you have like fun modes and objectives modes, but it never touches anything of your ranking. Uh, maybe that's if if it doesn't if it wasn't called friendlies, maybe it would make a bit more sense. Um, yeah, for most people. But I, I have an hour, I have had an hour to think about it and. Might have changed my mind in an hour. 
Ah, but interesting discussion. If you're listening to the show, tweet at us and let us know what you think about this mode in friendlies. Nishant. Yes, John. You had some awesome icons or icon which you used and wanted to review for us. Absolutely, John. I think I had, I have, I'm running a few icons um, or was until I sold up uh, for readying myself for the crash. The one icon that I recently, uh, recently bought and was really, really surprised I actually bought him to flip. So it's, uh, it's actually the mid Sanchez, uh, who to be honest is very, very interesting. And I've never would have thought I would ever use him. Uh, but Hugo Sanchez, uh, the Mexican is, Probably one of the rare surprises uh, um, in terms of icons that I've tried out um, in this iteration. He's, I think, just going through his stats, he's, he's three star, three stars. So, I mean, given how meta skill moves are, that was a big uh, concern for me, uh, especially with the AI blocking uh, that's rampant in the current iteration. So you really need those four-star, if not five-star skills to weave your way through a packed defense to score the opportunity. Uh, the weak foot, mm, three-star um, is okay, I think. I, I have a lot of three-star weak, uh, weak foot players in my team. So I thought, okay, let me give it a try since I've got him. Um, and, and what really stood out for me was his left foot. I mean, I don't say this lightly, but his left foot is as good as any left-footed player in the game, um, which which really, really surprised me how silky it was and how easily he would finish. I think there was a running meme about his composure uh, from FIFA 20. Uh, for some of the keen-eyed listeners, they would probably realize that EAV actually increased his composure now. So his composure is 82, as opposed to, I think it was in the low 70s, if not the low 60s uh, in the last iteration. So if I'm, I'm actually running him with a Hawk. And just to give you a bit of a brief view with the Hawk, I mean, he gets 95 pace and 94 acceleration, 95 sprint speed, 96 finishing, 96 shot power, 96 long shots, 92 positioning, 95 jumping. Uh, I think what I'm really fine. What I really find about him is that not a lot of people use him, especially in Division One, uh, and um, and or in just generally. I've not come across an op- opposition using him, uh, so people actually don't know which foot he he's his his, his strong foot. So that's really that really helps me catch people on surprise. Uh, he's just a silky player, and I'm running him with Griezmann, and I've just noticed that I'm much more. Um, I just enjoy left-footed players more in this game. Um, I'm, I'm not sure why, but I just find myself drawn more to left-footed players. So I'm actually running uh, two or three left-footed players in my team, which which is rare. So uh, are you left-handed really, by really... any chance? No, no, I'm I'm right-handed, but I just find myself that I I, I I do better with left-footed players. So just to give a bit of a peek behind the curtain, I have been using Griezmann for the longest of times. I've bought him and sold him. But the latest Griezmann that I have in the club, running him in D1 uh, primarily, I have, you know, he scored me in 20-odd games, 40-odd goals with 20-odd assists. Albeit, he's playing in a very attacking formation where I run 10 depth. But he's just fantastic. I think he has a better output for me 
than than other players in the team. I always go back to my left-footed players. So I think just for me, from my personal perspective, Hugo Sanchez um, just turns out to be uh, a bit of a Griezmann mold, albeit his passing is a bit of a letdown. So, I mean, his long passing especially is 50. Uh, his short passing is 84, so that's serviceable. So I wouldn't actually be running him as a cam. He's an out-and-out striker, whereas Griezmann, I think, with his lower pace is, is slightly more, still more well-rounded. But Hugo Sanchez, for the price, he comes in at about set anywhere between 650 to 700k uh, between consoles. I think it's for 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 an icon which, with the right chemistry style, has 95 pace, 95 shooting. Um, be it three star weak foot, you can't really be going wrong. And I think he's been perfectly serviceable for me. So I'm just enjoying the surprise um, element of his. Uh, of of my opponent not being sure about which foot he's going to shoot from. And I think I've taken a few finesse shots from his right foot as well. Not sure whether he has a finish shot trait, but he can certainly finish. So with, with three-star weak foot, I don't feel handicapped. If anything, because of his height being 5'9", he fin- he's, quite, he's, he's quite agile in the box for me. So yeah, that's that's really the review. It's just that it surprised me. I know that uh, folks, ha- you know, uh, enjoy these reviews a lot uh, from from other platforms, and but they're really meta players. This is certainly not a meta player, but somebody that I felt um, uh, quite drawn to and and quite surprised by. Awesome! I actually never considered him. Didn't even look at him. Quite honestly, totally skipped. No. Him. <laughs> me either he was not on my radar at all this year no it's just his composure boost I think people still have it in their heads that he has sub 70 composure I think his composure has now been up to uh, uh, up to 82 which really helps so he was certainly unusable for me last year and I think another interesting thing is that his baby icon card actually has a 4 star weak foot and his mid icon only has a 3 star weak foot so there's Certainly something unique going on about uh, him in, in different iterations of his card. But uh, again, I wouldn't say that you go if you buy him, you certainly go up divisions or he's going to change your entire team. He's certainly a luxury item, I think, in terms of his disadvantages, as I said. His, uh, the fact that he's only a three-star uh, skiller just very much limits his... Uh, ability to be creative uh, from the wings cutting inside or just uh, unless he's running through uh, as as you would say you know you're playing that um, over the top through ball or through the channels through ball or you have more creative players come in behind him so I run a hazard at LCM and a Griezmann at at left mid um, which then helps me to be had to have the creativity behind him so really i'm just using him for his pace and finishing and the surprise element so that's that's where i use him right now he's usable i really like to have some creativity in the squad but i was also looking at chemistry links and i really like the look of that lozano card from napoli he's about 130 150k so if i ever wanted to run him in the weekend league especially with the with the um, with the lack of right wingers, he gives a very he gives a hyperlink to Lozano. So I feel that's mm-hmm. that's also where I started looking at some Mexican icons, and he looked at right up my price range as well, and 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 slightly uh, as I said, um, a, a rare a surprise. Usually I've run Paul Scholes, I've run a lot of United legends, 
they're just not made right in game. So I've always been disappointed, but Hugo Sanchez certainly surprised me. That's an awesome review. Thanks. Um, yeah, thank you. I'm still not going to do it. But I, I I was just wondering about his haircut. How does it look in game? Um, you have fantastic. That? Uh, yeah. He has a very flowing mullet. <laughs> but not, not somebody like, not a Baggio by any means, I'm not sure. He's slightly more reserved than a Baggio. So his hair looks just fine. Nothing that stood out, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I was just, um, I think, um, more importantly, what stood out was that Nobody wants to mark him because they're like, oh, it's just Hugo Sanchez, three-star, three-star, low composure. So nobody actually marks him. Everybody's marking every other player in the team. So it's just unbelievable. Uh, he's a finisher in the box. So that's what I really like. A fox in the box, as, as, as some would like to say. Yeah, I do have to admit that I like this 87 rate. You talked about the 89, right? Just to be sure. Yep. The 87 rated. I like the fact that he, uh, yes, he has a weak foot increase, which is... Wait, but okay. Um, but what I also like is that the difference isn't that big, except he has better composure. <laughs> so that's also a very good, very cool thing to see. Um, yeah, I think the 87 one, the 495,000 version, looks actually eh, pretty on par for me. So that might be actually a, a better reason. I also think the 87 one is medium, medium is a different work rates than the 89 one. So it's a bit of a weird card, uh, whereas the 89 has medium-high and the 87 has medium-medium. So. Yeah, and spot-on. And that's the sole reason this, uh, why I went for the uh, the mid-icon as opposed to the baby uh, version, only because I already have a couple of medium-medium players in the team. And I just felt that I needed somebody with those... I mean, he's got nothing meta about him, to be perfectly clear. So I needed at least one meta um, stat, you know, one meta um, attribute going for him. And I felt that the high-medium certainly fit the bill as opposed to the medium-medium. So I did recognize the fact that, you know, his baby icon is is about 200k cheaper, 250k cheaper. Um, sorry, uh, 150k cheaper on about that. So I just felt... I think it was worth the upgrade just because of his work rate. Um, and and I already have a few players in the team that are medium-medium, so I didn't want to have another medium-medium player. I just wanted him to do one job and one job alone. His finish in the box because I've been struggling a lot lately with, uh, with creativity uh, in the final third, and I just needed that extra punch and no-nonsense striker for the right price and his face and his shooting with the right chemistry style as I said 95-95 it fits the bill for me yeah. um, if if for our listeners who are thinking about it I wouldn't certainly say this should be a pick uh, for 600k 700k you can probably go and pick up um, Alex Teixeira for, for half that price who is going to be super meta super usable with all the right attributes uh, and there are probably 400 other players that I'm missing off the chart so this is just I like to try new icons, um, and I thought I'd just bring that to the pod um, and, and talk about Sanchez a bit because I actually found him surprising um, and, and, and fun to use. And I think fun is probably on it's not on top of everybody's list these days because how seriously we take Ultimate Team, but he certainly he certainly fits that bill. Um, I would just now that we are playing friendlies and whatnot. I feel fun is has to be there. 
you know. I think I would run him and not with Hawk, but with a finisher though, because then you'll boost his agility, his balance, his dribbling would be up, and still his finishing would be ninety nine. Um, but I guess that's a matter of preference. But if I, I'm if I'm playing someone that's that small, he's all, almost my height, so I can just call him small yet. Um, <laughs> then I would up his dribbling, make sure you use that small body of him to dribble along. And I think um, combine that with the medium higher work rates, put a finisher on him, it's a perfect. Uh, it feels like a very cool cam. If only at a four-star weak foot or four-star skill move. But eh, might be one that actually drops or that is available on the icon swaps or SBC soon. So that might be an interesting watch for that as well. Good shot. Thanks yeah, for the review. Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. I think, and I think that's why I would, I would probably recommend people just stay back a bit and not pick up icons as well right now because they're going nowhere. But that's just my personal perspective. So I was really scared picking him up thinking that he'll just drop in value soonish, sharpish, but I thought, hey ho, what the hell, you know, just uh, go for it, have some fun. I, I I really, really always wanted to try this card out. So it's it's working out and let's see how long I keep him in the team. Cool, let us know. Good review. Yes, thank you. Definitely good review. Um we'll be having a short break though, and after the commercial break these days we are going to quickly dive into our squads and more importantly, I think there are some new pitch notes released concerning gameplay, internets and connections. So we'll be right back. Are you looking for the perfect gift for your partner this holiday season? We have the perfect package for his perfect package. The perfect package 3.0 by Manscaped is the number one recommended gift all year long. Inside, you find the lawnmower 3.0, which is the best men's below-the-belt grooming trimmer, which can also be used on any part of the body. Got a hairy chest or back? Look no further. Hair down there? The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is designed to reduce cuts and makes for a smooth trim. This 7000 RPM trimmer, which sounds really risky, but is very safe and has helped to reduce manscaping accidents around the world. And in addition, you'll find other liquid formulations inside the perfect package, like the Crop Preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver, ball toner, and reduced chafing boxer briefs, which are awesome and we all ordered some more. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and of course, paraben-free, so you know your manhood is in good hands. Save 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIR at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code FIR at manscaped.com. Give your testies the besties with Manscaped. So there you got it, guys. Um, squats. It's almost Black Friday. We talked about yesterday's show that everything collapses, which means I still sold my team because Paul said that was a great thing to do. Um, so let's see if that worked out great. I rebuilt. I got 400,000 coins spare. And prices are still dropping. And what we were wondering is, guys, and I'm just going to ask you to and not going to involve myself in this one is what does your current team look like um have you picked up any neymars from untradable packs lately and <laughs> you can already hear someone laughing now and who are you willing to pick up after black friday um i was already making a neymar joke let's start by john though john what did you get Monday morning, and how does your team look now? 
uh, well, Monday morning I opened up my squad battle rewards, nothing exciting, left my untradeable, uh, sorry, left my pre-order packs till the end and my first pre-order pack popped up, Brazilian, left wing, PSG and I jumped. So yeah, I got Neymar, so very, very happy with that. Did was tempted to sell them, but after speaking to the guys in the Discord, which we should all be part of, listeners get on the Discord, um, I've decided to keep them and uh, sort of kept him in the team and built around him. So um, backline is Ter Stegen, Varane, Longley, um, is the, that that three? Um, Sandro, the road to the final card is left back Neymar on the left midfield which I push up the striker Philippe Anderson Taliska Polinho is my other Brazilian link um, Walker on tradable with um, Silva from Man City gives me a strong link down the right and I'm swithering today I did get Ben Yedder to go as my other striker um, but I might give Griezmann a try after listening to me Sean so that's where I'm looking that's an impressive matter thing though <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And apart from the fact that Neymar, Ter Stegen and Polinho are my only tradable cards, the rest are all untradable. You packed Neymar tradable, actually, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was tempted yeah. to sell them because from the pre-order pack. But um, You're no, so unlucky. You see, if you come on this podcast more than three times, it's uh, definitely luck. I'm not complaining. Uh-uh. <laughs> Unless if you're the host, <laughs> then you pack like the spirits, apparently. But hey. <laughs> you're just coming. You're just coming in team of the year. Oh, I so hope so. Because, nah, never mind. Um, and who are you going for after Black Friday, John? Um, again, coins um, sitting around 800,000. But I've stopped build the club with a few 91s, 90s, 89s, etc. Um, so it'll all be around who comes from the player of the month. Lagoon, um, hoping maybe to pick up one of those on the SBC. It's just going to uh, be Mbappe, don't worry about that. Though. Yeah, well, I might not afford that. I was maybe hoping for Ben Yedder because it would have been a bit cheaper. Nah, um, so, <laughs> I, I, I don't think so either, John. So I'll be looking at that and then it'll be around not necessarily building for Black Friday. I might wait for Footmiss because you would tend to get a decent few cards in there. So I'll keep some coins back for that. Oh, that's smart, though. But I think your team can already. Uh, compete pretty nicely. <laughs> Wouldn't worry about it. Thank you. <laughs> Nishan, how's yours looking? Now yeah, you got to sit back, it. hold on to your chair, because yeah. now Nishan tells about yeah. his. <laughs> his cool. I don't want to talk about it, guys. My, I mean, I'm running I'm running NIF or Compost as my right winger, whereas Scottish John is packing Neymar and, and, and has him. No, uh, yeah, I've sold up uh, most of it, so I'm just running um, the run-of-the-mill NIF goals, uh, with the exception of untradable uh, UCL Varane, which I've packed about five times now, so I've even had to discard three of them. That one really um, fast. Can you just quickly repeat what you said there? Because you're just hoovering over it like it's nothing, but... You <laughs> packed the Varane... Five, five times. times. Yes. Okay. Now I did hear it correctly. That's. Yeah. No. 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 I don't want to so, talk about my team. I sold up. Oh, I did pack for around five times. I. I just. I mean. Ah, huh? 
So, I mean, in, in fairness, um, I say five untradables and three tradables, to be truly honest. I don't know, maybe maybe EA think I'm a big Varan super fan. So they've given me eight Varans this cycle already, and we're not even in month two, I think. Uh, three of which... I just want to confirm off. that if you come on this show more than three times... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah so um, yeah so I mean just a funny story uh, last week I, I I had already discarded a couple of Varans and I was doing some un, you know just uh, player upgrades and um, I was sleeping half asleep maybe and I just submitted just using the squad builder and I log into foot a, a half a day later just to play a few games I realized that I have a concept squad in my main squad and apparently as I was using the wrong filters I. I by mistake <laughs> sent my untradable Varan into a simple gold player upgrade pack. But hey, I shouldn't have worried. Only six hours later, I packed another untradable Varan. So that's that's the story. But as I was saying, um, it's it's all sold up. I have an untradable uh, Varan, um, untradable Valverde uh, in form, and um, I have a tradable Mendy. So he's the he's the only tradable card alongside Griezmann in the squad. Um, I, I run play, I run both Hazard and Player of the Month Fatty, who are both untradable as well. So running uh, running just a simple four four two four three three um, in uh, in Division Two actually. I keep saying Division One, but I recently got relegated. Uh, I'm at eighteen fifty or something to that effect, but should be back up uh, in a, in a few games if not uh, if not again. So right now, as a matter of fact, in D two running that. Uh, playing weekend league with it, but I have invested so as just as John has, I've I've invested about uh, two point eight three million coins in eighty nine pluses. So <laughs> it seems to me I'm I'm in for a bit of a disappointment because everybody and everybody's dog seems to have invested in um, in, in this time around. Everybody's smart. So unless there is a repeatable icon SBC or a very achievable. I mean, that's never going to be achievable, right? I mean, uh, if it's Mbappe, then I remember Messi being somewhere about two mil, so he's not going to be achievable. And if and just hoping that it doesn't take a massive dip, but with the icon species around the corner, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. In terms of what I want to pick up, um, I'm really looking at a few players, but the more I think, it's going to be really dictated by the icon SPCs and what they look like. So if there is a, actually a serviceable icon that I can pick up, so maybe some of the coins go there and then I really mold my squad untradeable because what I really want to set myself up for is to have a bit of flexibility in the bank for team of the year and pick up a pick up some serviceable uh, untradeable icons uh, via the SPC and just build around that and, and hold steady till, till team of the year and, and hopefully pick up at least one, maybe two midfielders uh, slash defenders because the attackers are just going to be out of my price range. And then take it from there. So a bit of a pipe dream. This all goes down uh, as it will when no repeatable icon SBCs come out or a very expensive player of the month SBCs come out, then uh, all that investment is going to take a drop. But keeping my fingers and toes crossed for now. Uh, I'm not jealous. Nope, I'm not jealous. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got the skills, John. you've got the skills I need the players it's a balance act yeah yeah I, I, uh, I so wish I had players the amount of players I've faced with I've, I think I've faced CR7 and Mbappe Neymar almost every match now um, yeah so my uh, quickly about my situation though I, don't, I haven't packed anything at all right um, and it's starting to show my red picks 
are usable because I started doing Bundesliga because I got so many Bundesliga red picks, but not like top tier or anything. Um, nothing from PR the packs. I picked my standard on Monday morning is getting another Rouge de Lyon from it. Uh, so that's a nice hundred. Oh no, wait a minute, thousand coins. Um, but um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm running a bit behind them because I don't win everything in Div One. Um, I can't get higher than the rank three, maybe two. So rewards are sort of dwindling there as well. Um, so I'm in a in a situation where I was at twenty three hundred and fifty skill rating this morning, and I'm seriously considering just dropping myself, which is something I've never done before just to be able to catch up a bit on rewards part, because I know I will be getting, I mean, if I go to Div 4 or Div 3, that rank 1 will definitely be there, which in the end might make for better rewards, uh, which I really need if I still want to be able to compete, because the, yeah, the <laughs> the higher Div 1 now is really killing me with my non-informed Emery gun at centre midfield. Um, and it's not that I actually start losing that, I'm I'm still fifty fifty around that, right? So my skill rating actually doesn't drop that much during the week. Uh was it twenty three eighty last Wednesday and it's almost Wednesday now and I'm twenty three fifty, so eh, I guess that's alright. Um but there's also no fun having to well, perform at your maximum every single rifle match for the rewards to be a rank three, getting two mega packs or four yeah. mega percent, I don't know what it is, and then Still not backing <laughs> And that's the problem. My, my nephew's a much better player than me, and he said no decent packs at all, um, even though he's been like gold three, gold two, gold one. Uh, nothing from his rivals, nothing from his pre-order. His red pick's been very poor. Now, his friend managed silver, must be silver one, and got informed Bruno Fernandez, And it just shows you it, there's too much RNG uh, randomness with player picks and pack luck or whatever way you want to call it. It's not defined where I definitely think Div 1 reward should be players 86 and above for something like that. Now, that's for a different pod, but there's too much randomness. And I was lucky and you've been unlucky, but it shouldn't be that way because it should be determined on how well you play and how well your results are. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I am happy for everyone that gets a good pick. I mean, there's nothing making me much much more happier than waking up Monday morning checking our Discord and seeing you pick a Neymar for example that's I mean I'm really happy for you honestly um, oh, yeah, but, uh, but it's just it's like I, I went I don't know 14-2 on my <laughs> in the, the two hours I had which I thought was a decent performance but I don't expect much for the 14-2 finish but if I play 30 rival matches in the one I get my skill rating up to 2300 and a bit um, and I get ranked three in there. <laughs> I mean, that's I think that's for me a bit bit harsh. And then the rewards for rank one in day four are just way and way better. Which, without sounding arrogant, I should be able to manage quite easily. And um, which isn't fair for anyone in there as well, right? I mean, um, so that's a bit. So that's the point where I'm at. Like. I have some spare coins, but nothing enough to buy a decent player. Like, uh, once you have like a so- solid team, you need at least a million or something to do an- to get another step in. I'm at that phase. Mm-hmm. Um, you all know I'm really, I really want CR7 in my squad, but he's still 1.1 million. 
which is still undoable for me if you don't pack anything. Maybe I, sh- I know people say you should just go for the coins. Uh, but yeah, you have to do something with those coins yet. I've got no actual time left. It is either play or trade for me. Then I prefer playing because that's my way of also be able to help other people. Um, so I think it happens, right? I mean, it can change in a blink of an eye, but it's at this point that where it's getting a bit frustrating about it. And it's not even that my performance are going down or something, but it's, it, it does keep getting harder and harder to stick on at uh, that high level, which is, um, especially in Weekend League, when I'm like, yeah, I'm, this, this player isn't that good, but I know I can't really risk going forward too much because he has the CR7 and Mbappe Neymar uh, uh, Eusebio combination going. So I can't really mess up. So I'm playing 110% of my focus uh, to snatch a one a win from that one. Which if I have about an equal team, that would make a lot of difference for me, personally. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, I think you make a very fair point about the pay-to-win element as well, right? So at your skill rating, it shouldn't be the case. Uh, as you said, you're clearly uh, not thriving, but surviving. Um, at 2350, he says, air quote, survival at 2350. How hard must life be? But uh, but certainly the rewards don't match that. And, and I, I certainly feel that... Uh, um, even I too at at uh, at a lower teetering ranks of the nineteen hundred skill rating seem to be suffering from the same dilemma. But but for me, I know that if I drop now, um, I probably will never recover. Only because I need to play better players in order to get better. Um, just just how it is because uh, you know I, I I still don't think I've broken that two thousand skill rating barrier where you start to see maybe you start to see through the matrix yeah like you do John and and really understand the mechanics what's broken what isn't and are able to then apply as well real life football to in game football which of course helps you um, you know just read the game better so I I fear that and and as a result uh, have been slogging in division one because i finished rank four not even rank three most uh, on a good day so yeah it's it's certainly not rewarding i've just been very very lucky with my varan luck if you will um and of course as i as i've also put in some fifa points so that certainly helped me uh get a step up uh, and do some trading uh which which got me to a point today but yeah i i don't envy your position whilst i envy it so <laughs> i don't know how to put it but uh you know, it's it's only it's a bit of a um, between rock and a hard place, if you will. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the, the and I'm actually liking some of the players I've got in my squad. Right, I mean, Emre Khan, not only form is certainly a good player for thousand coins. I mean, or fifteen hundred. I don't know how much he is, but um, very underrated. Um, I'm using that Lozano card, the eighty-five rated one, um, which is brilliant to play with the. Left winger from Milan, I always forget his name, to be quite honest. Um, the special card, the screen card. Is it Channel Oglu? Yes, Sorry, thank I, you, that I one. Butchered yes, his name. Yes. I, I was reading, I was looking at it, but I think I'm not going to pronounce this one. <laughs> 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 so thanks for helping me without any Sean. Um, but those are really fun players to use, though. So, um, and I'm also just put in the Sandro card, which just rely, arrived this week, right? Uh, combine that with the Dybala just to not inform Dybala. And it actually, there's a, there's a big fun in being able to... Uh, this afternoon, I was just looking at the screenshots which I made. This afternoon, I played a, a team which is just the basics. Um, 
if you if you write meta, that's basically it. It has Neymar, Mbappe, the Sanchez card, CR7, Eusebio, Van Dijk, uh, Varane, Mendy, uh, Hullet, um, Alisson, and Semedo. Won't get much better than that, I think, to start at least for a while. Um, and I, oh. I won one which isn't the way I wanted to play, but there's something which I think like, okay, I didn't spend this money and I able to compete a bit, but only if I just a bit look, what's possible then? That's always something that keeps me, <laughs> keeps in the back of my mind. What, what, what could I do if I actually had a team that, that should be able to compete with this? Um, but I guess that's the ultimate team for you as well. Maybe you're lucky, and then. Uh, um, but I talked to some of the guys from the the what the football cost, and they said, "Well, if you just restart on PC, you start off with not not much worse squad than you are at the moment, and you should be able to cruise right into Div One and uh, <laughs> and go high rating there. Maybe get top two hundred PC. Isn't that a challenge?" Which I said to Ingvi this morning, if I don't pack something, I don't have to pack like something brilliant, but. If I don't get out of this slump for the next couple of weeks, I might just start a new on a new console and PC. See how far I get there because I'm not that that much different off because of the team devaluation as well. But it's uh-huh. something. We'll so see. It's just we'll important see. to motivate yourself for rewards, right? So that's good. Definitely, that's definitely true. And I am definitely going to trade this weekly. Going to try hard. Let's see how far we come because I'm also expecting many people to use not those. Insane squads this week, so maybe there's something there. Um, talking about something there, though, last thing I wanted to touch about is a new series of pitch notes. Uh, and if it's one, is it then a pitch note? I don't know. Um, but it is connection. So last Friday we reported on Twitter that we found a website uh, where you can check your connection and stats per match. Uh, a couple of hours later, that was confirmed and published by EA that that was there. So we were just in time. Um, biggest advantage of doing a daily podcast that we just saw it after we record. That's a bit unfortunate. but um, And today they wrote a pitch notes on it. Uh, don't forget, you can find those pitch notes on the EA tracker, um, which is a Trello site as well, of course. I quickly want to hoover over it. Um, Really quickly, there is a new FIFA game data center, which is located in Miami. And it is aimed at improving the experience for players in Northern South America and Central America, in addition to the Southeastern United States. I mean, you can't have enough data centers, so I don't think there's anyone who can complain about this. Am I right there? Correct. It's a good thing. Bring on those servers. Um, then there is something interesting. They changed something about the infrastructure. And there's a big story here, which uh, it's Joel Doonan, who um, I don't hope I butchered your name, by the way, uh, who does these pictures, I think, uh, spot on. But he actually explains much of the things that are, um, how do you say, influencing connection, like jitter, ping, uh, and your overall... Um, um, what is it actually? Your connection, yeah. Um, it's basically being a connection. Yes, sure. He explains what uh, what all these things do, but they added something today, and that is with the new patch in the OS settings, you can enable indicators, connection indicator. It is called. It is in the visual settings of the game settings menu, 
And you can show their ping only or connection indicators only or show them both, which is ping and connection indicators. And what is very interesting about that, in my honest opinion, is that during the match, if the um, packet loss, the high ping or the jitter gets too high, you can actually see on top of your screen, that in the center, um, some icons, which are either yellow or red, showing you which part of the connection is having difficulties while playing a match. Really interesting, really cool. I can't test this because, like I said before, my connection has never been much of a problem. Um, And I'm wondering if any of you guys played today and actually saw that already. I haven't no, played I wasn't yet, John. I'm actually looking for it, so I I will probably look at it now uh, when I get into a few games later today. Not tonight. Okay. Yeah, I certainly look out for it, considering the problems I've had. Yeah, which is a cool one. Um, the other thing is what we covered last Friday is the connection monitoring, uh, which there's a connection quality report. You can go to this website. There's the link uh, in the page notes, and it will actually show you the data about your personal connection quality in FIFA 21. Um, it just gives a score, I think, 1 to 99. Um, and it gives you data about your ISP, where they are standing on ranked overall ISPs available to you, uh, or in the area, I should perhaps say. Uh, it shows you also all the connection details during uh, the past matches. So basically what you will see in the indicators on your screen, you will see can easily look back at this website, which I think is really cool. And I haven't found anything there because it was my score was 99, uh, my overall score, and well, all the results were so good that for me it was interesting to scroll through and see the explanations so I can actually tell people and help people by showing them the site. But for me, that's about it. I'm not quite sure. Um, if it can actually help people. So I was wondering how can this help players? Well, they use this data. Um, well, they said there's a fact, which this is something cool. Though. They made a, a FAQ, right? Um, which explains what jitter is, which explains what connection problems is and what each part can involve. So, for example, it shows here as well, uh, you have a bad jitter, you can actually look at all these things to improve that part of your connection. It's all in the page notes. It's a lot of information, but I think it's very well written. So thanks for that. Um, but my experiences doesn't allow me to do anything else than just read this and explain this for you guys. <laughs> so I was wondering if you have any tr- experience, any troubles, um, and if you have already looked at the website at least. Um, I have looked at the website. Sorry, go ahead, John. Sorry, Sorry, guys. Yeah, I I have looked at the website. Uh, Website, sorry. Website. (laughs) Sorry, John, you need to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think I scored 85. Um, uh, My IS internet service provider is not the best. Um, And there's a few other things I had to look at. It was interesting. And I could see even in the games where I'd quit in friendlies mode, you can see where I've crashed my game, quit the game. Um, or crash my connection in a huff. So yeah, it was, it was really interesting. Not analyze it properly, but I had to peek at it. Awesome. What about you, Nishant? 
Difficulty, certainly, uh, but nothing that's visible. So I'm not sure which whether it's a connection issue, a data packet loss, or jitter. And if they're all the same, I'm sure they're different, and I need to get into that. But uh, what the trouble I have is I see a 20 ping on my screen when I pull in, but the gameplay is muddy. And I know that for a fact because there are times where there's no... That, that muddiness or that heaviness from the gameplay certainly disappears. I'm not sure if I'm making sense, certainly not to uh, Doug John, but I, I, I hope I'm going through to Scottish John, who, who has the 85 connection. It's just that you know when the gameplay is heavy, muddy, choose whatever word you will, and you still see a fantastic ping. Um, so that troubles me, and I just need to get to the bottom of that, and I'm hoping some of the content and, and the detail in the pitch notes and, in, and on the website certainly helps me do that, because right now, um, I'm really lost for words because no one game is same as the other. And that's, that's just a hard adjustment to make unless, uh, of course, you're either a pro or you're somebody as skilled as you, Dot John. Uh, and that's something I could do with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I'm skilled, but maybe my connection is so good that it just helps me so much. I think I'm in between. Um, not as good as your connection, John, and I'm certainly better than Nishant's. So, uh, yes, there's the odd game where it feels a wee bit sluggish, but most of my gameplay, and I'm not at that level where I can sort of see big di- or feel big differences versus guys that are proper cutting edge. Um, so, uh, for me, most of my FIFA games are fine. Not always, but most of them are fine. So, in the general, I'm happy with FIFA 21 gameplay. But I do know where you're coming from when you see some Twitter posts and Twitter feeds and it does look or you watch some streams, it can look very sluggish at times. Yeah, yeah which I think is... it's just the feel of it. Uh, it's just the feel of it. I mean, on, if I were to make a joke, I would say I'm hoping that at least with the haptic feedback on my PS5, when I do def- when I do upgrade, I can feel the heaviness in the controller. At least that would be entertaining, if not the game uh, that I'm playing. So fingers crossed, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should just join the Xbox. I mean, it's all good here, there, John. Absolutely, Xbox all the way. <laughs> oh well. Uh, let us know how your connection feels if you tried this site, or what do you think of these options. Just tag the show at Foot Interview on Twitter, and we're also in Instagram. Or leave us a voice message for Anchor FM slash Foot Interview slash Message. You can leave messages there. You can speak up to one minute and we will be able to play it back on the show. Don't forget that. Talk about not forgetting. I want to thank you both for joining us tonight, taking uh, Ingvi's place as well um, and not leaving me hanging tonight. Uh, it's truly appreciated. I'd love to get you back on anytime soon. Um, there are no guests scheduled this week except this Friday where none other than Chris Grandpapa Mac will return for his, I don't know, sixth appearance or something. <laughs> um, John, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Talking Foot, and obviously on our Discord channel at Talking Foot. Awesome. Nishant, where can people find you? On our Discord at Faulty1. That's quick. And you can find me, of course, at Food Coaching on all socials. And check out foodcoaching.com for all things coaching. I'd like to thank you all. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. But for now, it's time for me to drop it. Drop it. Drop it.
Thank you.